Hello and welcome to this episode of Tapping Into Abundant Success. Now, I can't be any more fucking excited than I am right now to have the amazing Buxo Dylan with me for this episode. Now, I'm going to tell you why before I introduce her. I only met Buxo about three weeks ago at a conference in London for the HNC Summer Conference. And I'll tell you what, this woman walked on the stage and she had the whole place roaring in laughter within seconds, doing a little dance, her singing voice, her energy. She is Fucking amazing. So, Buck, so welcome on board. Oh, thanks, Vicky. What an amazing opening. Thank you for that. Really appreciate it. You're very welcome. It's my pleasure. I don't I do not do um, fluffy bullshit, but when someone Wait. gets credit, they, they get the credit. So on that note, my lovely, tell us a little bit more about who you are, because there's going to be people in this world that have never heard of the amazing Buck So Dylan, and we need to know all about your magic. So <laughs> let's hear it. Right, so there's three things that I've been put on this earth to do because I know this is going to be a huge question that a lot of people are feeling lately. Why are they here? What's the purpose? Is this it? And only just recently would I say that I have come to the conclusion that I'm here to entertain, enlighten and empower the spiritual entrepreneur, the individual that's out there that wants more, that knows that they're here to fulfill a purpose that doesn't necessarily have to have any materialistic links and it can be quite altruistic in its nature as well. But they know that they need to find out because time is a huge thing for them. Time has suddenly become here. It's come right up to their nose. They've realized that actually, oh, I'm going to be, uh, I'm also going to die. I'm going to leave this planet. I'm going to leave this planet. I'm going to leave this earthly flame one day. You know, we've had what we've had over the last three years. And if it's not shifted a person's energetic frequency in some way, shape or form, then they are not human. They are not a soul and a spirit having a human experience because everything that's happened over those last three years has been for the betterment of humankind, in my opinion. And I'm certainly very, very grateful for lockdown and COVID and the things that it brought. Yes, there were negative things, but there is universal law of polarity that exists and balance has to be restored. So with that shite also has to come beautiful stuff, great stuff. So when you are having shit moments in life, just know that balance has to be restored and the universe will bring that good stuff to your life one day soon. And embrace that. And people need to know this because you don't know what you don't know. And so for me, being able to entertain is very much what I'm about at the age of 13, being on stage, metaphorically found my voice at 13, singing the kids theme tune, Why Don't You? That was in the eighties. On paper, it shouldn't have happened because I'm a middle child of uh, first generation Indian immigrant parents, middle child of six. And so we weren't exposed to anything that might've been moderately inspiring. TV was rubbish. We didn't have anybody that looked like us on the TV screens compared to what there is today. There wasn't anybody I hung out with because I wasn't, quote, allowed out to play. And so really, I was very, very cocooned, very sheltered. And so my form of escapism to live my life vicariously through the eyes of my friends, my English friends, I was able to dream. And I really do believe that I was practicing the law of attraction way back then. And even with more gusto when my dad left 
Stoke-on-Trent and we all moved to the Shire of Derby, a little town outside of Derby City called Ripley, where he set up shop, literally. And at 16, I was thrust upon the uh, responsibility of it, which um, shouldn't have happened, really, because that's not what you do with your 16, 17-year-old child. You allow them to find their way. But, of course, cultural expectation, societal expectation can have this thing which I'm not making anybody wrong here. This is all he knew. And so I was there 12 hours a day and I was daydreaming and I was imagining myself living a life in London. And I had this particular customer that used to come in, an older chap. And he was talked to, he would talk to me about his time on the West End, his time in theatre in London. He'd moved back to Ripley to look after his sister. And I was, I'd sit, I'd, I'd sit there enraptured with this conversation, talking to me about going down Carnaby Street in his canary yellow suit in the 70s. I now know he was gay at the time. I didn't know that. But I could imagine him walking down Carnaby Street now that I've been to Carnaby Street many a time and seeing it for the iconic place that it is. And, you know, the dreams that I had about being on stage that I would create in my mind and create that feeling in my body of imagining myself being on stage really was, to me now, the law of attraction in play. And that's how I ended up being on the West End in 2015. That's how I ended up being on the small screen and have been for the last 14 years. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I love how you have recognised the power of the law of attraction within that story. Because so many people just downplay it and they're like, oh, you know, I didn't manifest it, but you did. And if you utilised the strength behind that tool you'd be able to achieve so much more. So yeah, fantastic. Absolutely love it. But so, Buck, so you've, you've, you've gone into this beautiful world of becoming an actor, a singer, an entertainer, and you're bloody amazing at it. You know, there's no denying <laughs> that. Aww. So there is another part though about what you do. And inside this podcast, this is something that I love to share the most with spiritual entrepreneurs about it's okay to be different. Yep. Just own your fucking shit and get out there and make yep. it happen. Now you do this really beautifully, but you do something that a lot of others don't do. And you bridge the gap. You bridge mm. the spiritual entrepreneurs. So I'm going to ask you to explain a little bit more about how you do that. So the listeners can actually start opening their own minds to bridging their own gap inside. Mm. Absolutely. Now, this is for me, because obviously, yes, you will have heard my talk and I speak about unearthing the diamond within, because when my dad passed away in January 2020, we didn't have a great relationship. That's a whole other story. But questions flooded into my mind, into my body, into my being. I couldn't relax. I couldn't chill about anything. I couldn't even accept his passing and go through the motions because I had all these questions bubbling up into me. And I always say to people when I speak about where I've been on this journey over the last two, three years, I thought I was spiritual before, but this has brought about such a depth to my healing that I talk about going to having gone to the Mariana Trench of my soul. Now, for those that don't know, a majority of people don't know where the Mariana Trench is. It's actual place in the South Pacific Ocean, which is like a ledge that drops from the base deep floor of the ocean, again, down. I'm not sure if it's another mile or two, miles down it's the very deepest part of the south pacific ocean and i always say as a because what i do work as is um 
a spiritual business strategist, which is where I help spiritual entrepreneurs to bridge the gap between business and spirituality, knowing that they can create a fortuitous business, prosperous business, without compromising their integrity or sacrificing their core values. And uh, I think all too often spiritual entrepreneurs get put off by how they feel they're perceived by those serious corporate people that go out there and poo-poo anything. And it's a little woo-woo. And that terminology, I know it's there to just explain something, but actually I think it also becomes like the same thing that everything uh, is happening with the word Karen. Oh, stop being a Karen. It diminishes people that are called a Karen, you know, not a Karen, sorry, Karen. But when you say woo, it's another way of just flapping it away like a fly. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's woo. It, oh, it's, yeah, it's a load of woo, as though it's a load of rubbish, as though it's a load of shite. And that is just not the one. It's not going to work for me anymore. I'm not going to sit here and just allow the bullies of the business world think that they can trample over genuine, heart-centered and heart-led entrepreneurs because that's what you are as a spiritual entrepreneur. Yes, you want to make profits, but you also want to do it for the betterment of others. That's the definition of just being an entrepreneur compared to a spiritual entrepreneur. An entrepreneur wants to make loads of money. Fuck load of money. Left, right and centre. I've got loads of ideas. Great, great, great. Love that lovely money. You are that person also, but you also want to do it for the betterment of others and mankind and to see others prosper. Yeah. And that's the thing that for me is what you guys that are out there need to really get a hold of and get your ball sack around it. You are in business to be a part of the bigger picture that is the betterment of mankind. This competition over collaboration, it's like, no, not for me. Flip it round. Spirit don't want you to work alone. They want you to raise the vibration as a collective. So we have to do this. And so going back to what you were saying before, you can only create that by owning your shit. And I mean all of your shit. The parts of you that are perceived as being shit. Oh, I don't really like people to see that side of me. <laughs> Listen, the yin and yang is black and white for a reason. The whole point of polarity in the North and South Pole is that the Earth can move on its axis the way it does. You have to have that polarity. It exists on a universal scale. You know, it's happening around us in the cosmos, everywhere. Do you know how insignificant we actually are on this little planet? And when we realise the enormity of what it is that we're plugged into when it comes to law of attraction and stuff like that, universal law is there. It's at play. Right, you've got the truth, which is relative. You know, your truth, Vicky, and mine, looking at the same object, we might see different things. That doesn't mean you're wrong and I'm right. It just means your lens, the little kaleidoscope that you're looking through is not giving you the same view as me. So because of what I've been through, is different to what you've been through. And we have to accept people, places, and things knowing that. So relative truth can be interchangeable on a day-to-day -day basis dependent on how you feel that day in the mood. Absolute truth is unaffected. It stays the same. It doesn't matter what you feel like or show up like, you can't change absolute truth. And there's, it's important to know the difference. And the whole point of knowing the difference is you get to do something about it because relative truth is your truth. So uh, avoid trying to impose yourself onto other people, but get to know who you are in your truth, your truth, and really be okay with it. 
So you can bridge that gap between being seen as somebody who's just playing at it, wishy washy at life, just you know, just get the show, just like turning up. You're not even showing up. You know, you need to start showing up in the truth of who you are and get involved in your life. You know, stop looking at it from the sidelines and like, oh, that was shit, wasn't it? Oh yeah, I'm not doing that again. And oh, not sure what I'm going to do about that. Get get involved. Get involved. And take responsibility. No one wants to take responsibility, Vicky. That's the biggest. Oh, I'm issue. so with you on that one, totally. And I come from a um, I come from a mindset where I do want to take responsibility, and I have done ever since from an early age. But I'm just going to feed back here a little bit about what you shared because you shared so many key nuggets here, so many. Um, but I think the highlight of this conversation was grabbing your ball sack because I'm telling you now I don't have one. Right, I have boob sack, but I definitely don't have a ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we've all got balls, right? We've all got balls, and they sit in a sack. And what the thing is, people go around, and this is another talk that I'm going to do about being balls deep in fairyland when it yeah. comes to working as a spiritual entrepreneur. It's yeah. like, yo, this is it. You're either in or you're not. Yeah, totally. You're either in this uh, in this gig, own it. And take full responsibility because I didn't know whether I was going to. Once I qualified as a business strategist a few weeks ago with Lisa Johnson Academy, I didn't know if I was going to use the word spiritual. I was like, "Yeah, put it in there. No, take it out. Take it out. People are going to not take it seriously." And I was even I was like, "Hang on a minute. Nah, this is the gatekeeper. This keeps the dickheads out. Yeah, this keeps those people out that think it whatever it is out. They don't get to have my time. How amazing is that? You know, and it's it's empowering." And when yeah. you come from a place of empowerment, you get to speak your truth. You get to show up. You get to be involved in what people in what you're doing with your life, not what people have to say about it. That's empowerment. Absolutely. And I love the message you share. I love the way that you bridge it all together. And we do actually work very similar. Yeah. I come at it from a very similar mindset of, you know, <clears throat> it isn't all about business and it isn't all about spiritual. It's about using your spirituality to create a business that makes you feel fucking amazing and helps others and generates an income so you can live mm. want to live for you and your family and help those that need help. So I'm very much there with you and absolutely love it. Okay, so just to wrap things up here a little bit, I've got two further questions for you. What is the biggest tip you would give to someone who wants to tap into abundant success? What would be the biggest tip be? Tapping into abundant success. In order for you to receive what it is that you desire, you need to get to the place and space of vibrational match. You cannot attract anything that is vibrating at a higher rate than your frequency. You may think that the affirmations and the vision board are going to bring that shit into your life. But unless you're operating from an emotional frequency that is matching that thing you desire, you cannot achieve it. So do the fucking work. Go within, do the thing that you need to do that increases your emotional frequency to take you from a place of fear, lack, jealousy, greed, envy, all that low level energy that's on the emotional frequency. I think it's Hawking's frequency range. And you have to do the things. You know what? I'm not going to lie. You'll only be able to do a bit of it yourself. You've got to get the help. I have not got to where I am today, but I do it on my own. I tried for 30 years. Took me fucking ages. And then I realized <laughs> it took me ages. And then I realized after my dad passed away, I was like, shit, I'll need help with this. Yeah. <laughs> I had so many realizations. I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this now? What do I do? Where do I go? And the people came into my life that helped me. 
Yeah. And now my vibrational match and the frequency is almost at the top where it is joy. That is the highest frequency you can operate from is joy. And this has to be open the heart center. Mine was closed for 25 years, 30 years almost, even longer, maybe, I don't know. And if you're operating from a closed heart space, you're never going to connect. You have to connect by having an open heart space. That's how people get to feel what you say. Your message doesn't matter if you paid thousands of pounds to get a copyright to create it. If it's not coming from the truth of who you are, you're never going to connect with the right people. And if you don't know who you are, which a lot of people don't, because I've asked them what the core values are and they have no idea. They talk about something that's totally irrelevant. And I was the same, not to make anybody wrong. Start there. Find out your core values. Go and Google it. Top core values, UK. Um, and then find yeah, out which it. ones of those. Yeah. <laughs> find out which ones of those you are and then break it down and break it down until you get five. And there's your starting point to start creating your messaging. Intertwine the words into what you're saying to make sure that they pop up. Mine's integrity, loyalty, honesty, freedom, transparency, authenticity. Those words will be in my messaging. Yeah. You know? I love that. And I love that you've brought the core values in because I often see that in the spiritual entrepreneur world that they're so they're so keen to just try and fit into a box of what someone else has told them to do. Or you need to write this, or you need to write that, or you need to write the other. And I'm just sitting there and I often think, that's bollocks. Yeah. And that is yeah. such bullshit. The only words that need to actually come out from you for your offer, for your marketing is the words that are energetically aligned to what you are hoping to do from the heart space. And that's where things then ignite because then you're in alignment to your truth. But anyway, we could sit here all day talking, but so I'm telling you, we would just be on a mission all day. I know. (laughs) One more question for you. Let's go for it. Okay. So we've done the tips, right? You've, You've given out a beautiful tip for everyone listening, watching along to this podcast today. But I really want you to go into that heart space now and I want you to give a wish. What would you mm-hmm. wish for someone listening to this podcast that might need a little boost, that might need a little encouragement, that might need a little love today? What one wish would okay. you them? Well, I'll go one better and I'll declare it. Okay. I'll make a declaration through something that I do called spiritual mind treatment. Brilliant. So I'll get everybody who's listening. Okay. Take I'm a doing it too, you know. Yeah. I'm going to this up too. Let's go. Yes. Take a moment. Bring the hands in together because the hands joined together is like creating the yoga of the mind where you bring the heart and the mind together and holding it next to the heart center just compounds that even further. I want you to take a nice deep breath in through the nose. Exhaling out. And again. Exhaling out. And one more time, holding it at the top for five seconds in. Four, three, two, one. Exhaling out through the mouth. And I want you to really feel all of that blood rushing to the brain. As we sit here, right here, right now, when I recognize the truth that we are the one mind as a collective, we are all being fed from the same source. Universal source energy is something that's pouring through our crown chakras right now. And this is what we are always divinely inspired by on a day-to-day basis. And I'm so grateful that I get to have this knowledge. I get to have this feeling, this emotion, the access to the truth of me and who I am, knowing that I am surrounded by every single person that is on the same vibrational match to me. 
And I declare right here, right now, that everything I do from a place of authenticity and truth is brought to me in abundance on all levels because this is my God-given birthright to receive prosperity and abundance. And I choose to do all the things that I need to do in this now moment, which is the only moment that is guaranteed. Living in the future is anxiety in the past is depression. And I choose the present, this now moment. And I declare that everything that I set my mind to from a place of authentic truth is done is done in the mind as it is in the divine mind. And I release it out to the universe, knowing that my word is law and is done in the one mind as is divine, as together we say, and so it is. And so it is. So oh, so beautiful. Thank you so, so much. I really felt the power of the energy that yes. came through with those words. And it was just so wonderful. So, Buck, so... Thank you so much for being a part of this episode and my podcast today. I'm so honoured that you have been here. I can't wait because I can feel we've got a lot of work to do behind the scenes, my lovely. There's plenty you, more to come. I hear you. So thank you. Thank you. And just to let everybody know, when you sit there in communion with yourself and you make this, you, sit, you light a candle, do everything with intention. Light the candle, sit there, watch the flame. Make a decision in your mind. Yes, things are playing out around you, but make a decision in your mind in that moment that you intend to always fully come from a place of truth for yourself. Set an intention when you go to a meeting, when you go to a, a new place, when you're meeting new people. Set the intention that everything today works out exactly as it's meant to and for the betterment of my higher self, and you'll always feel empowered. Don't ever go into a situation feeling anything low level energy just feel and trust the process even if you don't believe it in your mind just say it out loud everything works out exactly as it's meant to for me beautiful absolutely thank beautiful you. what a wonderful way to end this amazing episode today thank, thank you, you Buxo. for those listening definitely go check her out the links will be in the show notes you absolutely don't want to miss this amazing lady okay Buxo, I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye for now.